0: Midnight at the Oasis.
1: <laughs> God, this band sucks. I can't believe my listens to this. It's like, I need new phrases. I should have read the thesaurus to come up with better adjectives to describe how much I hate this band.
0: I wonder... How many times someone has had to hear an Oasis song while getting their ass kicked over a soccer game? Talk about adding insult to injury, getting your face punched, Liam Gallagher's whining away in the background.
1: It has to be a very, very common song that people get in fights, too. Just because it's always on in the background of a bar at some point.
0: When we get people mad about an episode, one of the things that they'll say to us is they can't believe we would say these mean things about these bands. I would would bet that there are comments under the Beatles episode of this podcast that says something like, Why would anyone run down bands? Why do you make fun of any bands at all? Why can't you just focus on what you like, etc.? We get emails like that every day. When someone asked George Harrison what he thought about Oasis, he called them rubbish. It's okay if a Beatle does it, though. Yeah.
1: This is the thing I don't understand. Every single person on Earth has an opinion about everything. But people email us and say... You guys should be nicer. Yeah. This, is, this podcast is called Your Favorite Band Sucks. Don't, if you think people should be nice, you should not be listening to a podcast called Your Favorite Band Sucks. Everyone has an opinion. If you search anybody's opinion about Oasis, lots of famous people, very, very famous people, way more famous than us. And we're pretty freaking famous. At this point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty famous. Mm-hmm. Even people more famous than us have worse opinions than us way meaner than we are i just realized
0: something that's great about this episode i would be surprised if any oasis fans get offended by anything we say because it's all true well because first of all it's all true second of all there's no fucking way anything we're gonna say is more offensive than the things the gallagher brothers have said maybe even on the topic of the band and oasis songs
1: it's true could do this entire episode, just quote them. For sure. Well, I also don't want to watch, because you probably have to watch 10,000 MTV interviews. Oasis is basically the British Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah.
0: (laughs) At best, this band maybe deserved to be as famous
1: as Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. You know, I agree. They're the Nickelback of rock. They really are. Soft rock. If Nickelback are the Nickelbacks of hard rock, Oasis are the Nickelbacks of Soft Rock.
0: That might even be too complimentary for Oasis. I think the only reason you think this is a good band is if you have romantic ideas about getting famous for no reason at all. If Paris Hilton is someone you think is fabulous and you're following whatever you want to call her career in the year 2019, I have no clue what she's doing with
1: her time. She's a DJ or something, I think. I don't know. This episode may give me a brain aneurysm. I don't know if I'm going to survive recording this episode. I'd just like to uh, say that I'd love my family and whatever, but I think there's a chance that my brain is going to bleed. These are hard conversations to have. There is no logical reason
0: for this. The only way you think Oasis is awesome is if, Rock and roll is still an idea that you walk around thinking 500 times a day. That's just rock and roll because it's rock and roll. And you know what's so rock and roll about it is that it's rock and roll, you know.
1: The only reason you like Oasis is if you like the smell of your own farts. That's rock and roll. Oasis fans are the kind of people that smell their own farts. Well, when it rocks, you got to roll, man. Just (laughs) rock and roll. the, The kings and queens of fart rock and roll. If you love Oasis, these are people that work office jobs. The image that I have of an Oasis fan. For sure in 2019.
0: You're a telemarketer. Yeah. You're a telemarketer. You get really, really drunk at the bar.
1: I get so many spam phone calls now. It's insane. Probably get five a day. I'm going to start asking what their favorite band is when they call. And I'm going to assume at least the majority of the time it's fucking Oasis.
0: Arctic Monkeys, whatever. It's always going to be a version of... Genero Rock. The band that the radio handed me because I like music. And that's what happens when you turn that box on and then they keep saying the name of the band that does one of the songs I recognize. So, you know,
1: music. Somebody in their car right now is going, have you you guys, you, guys, you guys, have you ever even heard Champagne Supernova? This song's great. And then they roll their windows up and shit their pants. Rock and roll, man. I just think, and maybe this is a tired trope, but second phase Beatles or new wave Beatles. Yeah, I think they get compared to the Beatles. It's almost too easy to label them that. Well, their haircuts
0: and Liam likes the same John Lennon sunglasses. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Liam says John Lennon is his idol. So he does everything he can to look like him. He's definitely dressed exactly like famous John Lennon outfits yeah. to go do concerts and everything. Thing. they do that on
1: purpose the Venn diagram of Beatles fans and Oasis fans is absolutely just a perfect circle I don't know I bet a lot of Beatles fans hate Oasis because of this sure no but the other way if you're an Oasis fan for sure the Beatles are your favorite band I would say probably yeah guaranteed yeah I'd be shocked if they said anything else
0: well, if I mean you could definitely say your favorite music scene is that whole music scene like the Beatles the Rolling Stones the Kings the Yardbirds you think all these bands were the best best. bands ever. I will say something positive. People have said they enjoy it when we find positive things to say about these bands. The brothers in Oasis, the Gallagher brothers give great interviews. Yeah. I will say that. And I have said that, but giving a good interview doesn't make you good at
1: music. No, no. (laughs) Maybe we should just have a podcast.
0: These guys are famous for being famous and they're really good at being famous for no reason. Yeah. The problem is, is that there are a ton of people who get that all confused, well, I own Oasis albums therefore Oasis must be a great band. What are you talking about? Right. Spin Magazine told me to buy it. They're on my shelf, man.
1: Pitchfork gave it a really good rating, I'm pretty sure. If
0: the Gallagher brothers decided to get famous this year, they never would have picked up guitars. They would have gone to Best Buy, got webcams, and they'd have a YouTube
1: show. I was just gonna say they would have a podcast. Yeah. They would yeah. just be us. They would have come after our jobs, for yeah. sure. They, they would have
0: they- heard us. Doing Doing this and be like, oh, we can fucking do better than uh, that.
1: I'm not even going to be shocked if that actually happens now. Yeah, maybe. This episode is going to come out and within two weeks, one of those dudes is going to have a podcast.
0: I can't believe that Liam Gallagher hasn't figured out how... Well, here's the other thing, though, is these guys are famous Luddites. They pride themselves on not knowing how to run computers. That's what I'm saying. If they were a decade younger, if they were one generation later, these guys would be YouTube famous. Yeah. Because they would have been born knowing how to run a webcam. (laughs) (laughs)
1: In their hand from birth
0: Yeah, and we wouldn't have to listen to any of this shit It's true Now I want to know, are they going to have a podcast? I don't know, man I'll go toe-to-toe with them any day Uh, Here's another thing I'll say We've found a lot of success speaking to people like they're dumb as fuck And that's all these guys do.
1: (laughs) The thing is, is guarantee you at some point in time, they have described their fans as being dumb as rocks.
0: Maybe. (laughs) Or dumb
1: as fuck. Dumb as rocks. These dipshits. I don't want to do this. You know how many times right before a show they were getting wasted and not wanting to even go play a show in front of... 50,000 freaking people <laughs> or some shit. Again, I kind of feel like I get these
0: guys on a certain level. You, <laughs> you know, know? You relate yeah, to, yeah. You relate to I, them? I understand where they're coming from with a
1: lot of I this. I wonder if we would actually like them if they weren't who they are. I think I do like them. You just don't like the band. I don't want to listen to this shit. Right. Though.
0: I have, this is Nashville, man. We yeah. both know so many people. We're not trying to go to their shows. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: that's very true. <laughs> I'm trying to go to no shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, sorry, I had very tight plans for Fuck, tonight. i have yeah. kids so it's the ultimate that's why you did dude, it i'm telling you he yeah, i have kids you don't have to do anything you don't have to listen to anything because as soon as oh did you listen to that i'm like i can't listen to that with my kids dude like that's not appropriate it's great if anyone
0: wants to imagine what it might be like if the Gallagher brothers were YouTube famous and had a daily argument vlog channel or whatever the fuck, just uh, what, here, I, I want everyone to know how difficult it is for me right now to not just go to Liam Gallagher's Twitter account and just start yeah. reading out loud whatever amazing things he is saying to the whole world. Yeah, It doesn't even matter when you're listening to this episode. If you're listening to this episode 10 years after it came out, yeah. if Twitter's still a thing, pause this and go find liam gallagher's twitter account if that motherfucker's still alive i promise he's saying some genius shit right now
1: it is pretty funny i've actually retweeted him a few times comedic
0: brilliance
1: (laughs) I feel like everyone that I've seen is always capitalized Because it goes back to Like his inability to use a phone He's probably tweeting from a flip phone Or something In like 2016 that. he tweeted Fuck Oasis in all caps
0: <laughs> Agreed
1: Let's get this guy on the show
0: Run a search for Liam Gallagher And the word potato Read about the period of time When he decided to start roasting His brother alive on Twitter <laughs> Apparently for being a potato All he was doing <laughs> was just calling Noel a potato
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's hilarious hilarious. This whole episode, you know how we typically look up quotes of other people saying about the band? All we'd have to do is read his quote. We can take the guy from the band and criticize the band ad nauseum.
0: One thing, though, it is possible that Liam has something really wrong with him because he said some real weird stuff after this festival that Noel was playing got bombed. Uh, I'd rather not repeat what he said, but Noel said Liam should maybe seek professional help was his response. I've don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But I do love it when there are members of the band who are talking shit on the band. I also love it when there's crossfire between bands that we've already covered. Uh-huh. After Noel started hanging out with Bono and getting ready to do a tour with U2, Liam started talking about how he had never heard Noel listening to U2 by choice before. The implication being that Noel Gallagher was pretending to like U2 just like everyone else has been pretending to like you two uh-huh. for 40 years. You never listened to it on purpose, dude. So we have new t-shirts, but I just realized, can we say, how, how specifically can we describe the designs of our new shirts?
1: Uh, we have shirts that roundaboutly might kind of make you think of a certain 90s runs rock band uh, and or another famous rock band from the, across the pond.
0: It rhymes with <laughs> the bowling bones. The bowling bones. Yeah.
1: Shmervana. Schmervana. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to YFBSpod.com. Merch store. Buy a t shirt, buy a flag, buy a pin, buy a sticker. I
0: think that Oasis is as entry level as the Beatles. Yes. For all the same reasons.
1: You love Oasis if this is one of the first five bands that you learned about. And Oasis is a gateway drug to literally every other band we've covered on the show. I know
0: that those people are used to hearing other people talk shit on Oasis, other people who've heard a lot of music. And Mm. I know that all the people who think that they're the real Oasis fans think that we're just going to sit here and talk shit on Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova. I'll go ahead and give them the fan favorite of Don't Look Back in Anger. Sure. They think those. Those are the only three songs that we've heard and we couldn't possibly find anything bad to say about all the other songs that they know and love. Because those are the deep cuts to really? them, man. <laughs> Knowing about those songs yeah. is what makes them real music fans. They're not just the people who only know
1: Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova, bro. I mean, you could take Liam's own words in regards to Wonderwall. He said, and I quote, I can't fucking stand that fucking song. Every time I have to sing it, I want to gag, go to America. And they're like, are you Mr. Wonderwall? You want to chin someone? This is what he said. Yeah. These are his words. Again, the self-roasting is amazing. And
0: again, even if they haven't called their fans idiots verbatim using that language. Yeah. That's what that says. And yeah, we're definitely going to talk about Wonderwall, Champagne, Supernova. Well, they're the biggest song. But we're going to treat this like a band set and we're going to make you wait. Till the end of the episode to hear us talk about <laughs>
1: <that>. <laughs> We may even repeat this again. Have you ever been to a show before when the band plays to hit twice? Yeah. Oh, man, that's brutal. That is brutal. You know your career is pretty shot if you're playing the same song twice in one set.
0: Live Forever is an example of a song I think Oasis fans think is probably a great song, probably think it's a deep cut. The song is an atrocity. Have you heard that song at all? I don't think so, no. You and I are going no, it does a little <laughs> falsetto background vocal on it. It's yeah. real
1: sweet. I think I can honestly say I never bought a single record ever, even when it was popular. So I probably only ever listened to the big hits. I listened to some other songs for this episode, but I was not impressed. I think people oftentimes, and we've talked about this, is people attach nostalgia to songs and therefore they think it's great. Oh, I was a teenager and I listened to this and therefore I'm 50 years later and I'm still listening to it because I think it's great. But it just is nostalgia, not a good song. I have the exact opposite thing with these songs. (laughs) I have literally attached nothing but negative emotions to all of these songs for whatever was going on in my life when they were popular. It wasn't good.
0: Anytime someone's singing
1: to you about living forever,
0: you're listening to gospel music. Mm -hmm. And this band does that a lot. A lot of these songs are secret gospel music about not dying and living forever. It's just forgettable. These guys literally had an argument whether the word in this song would be maybe or baby.
1: (laughs) If there were cameras in this studio. Recording all of these, I would probably watch that. I'm not even gonna lie. That's the level of lyric writing. We're t- so Sally Can Wait from Don't Look Back in Anger. Yeah.
0: Noel was sitting there screwing around on guitar, coming up with meaningless syllables for it or whatever. Right. Liam happened to hear him and said, Are you singing So Sally Can Wait? And Noel's basically like, well, I am now. (laughs) If that's what you thought I was saying, maybe it'll be easier for you to remember the fucking words.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're the one that's got to sing them. I would watch that. It would be hilariously bad watching them try to write songs and stumble through them, which that song, I don't care. That song is a fucking John Lennon song. It is. Pure and simple.
0: This band's lyrics are bananas across the board. Their first single is a song called Supersonic. Here are some lyrics from it. I know a girl called Elsa. She's into Alka-Seltzer. She sniffs it through a cane on a supersonic train. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These are just mouth sounds. These are meaningless syllables. One of the few valid reasons I can think of for listening to Oasis is if you're trying to learn how to do a fake British accent. You want to do the dumbest fake British accent
1: that you can (laughs) learn. I can't even do it. Every time I try, I just sound like an Australian. Sorry, (laughs) Sorry to all the Australians out there. (laughs) It's
0: just bad. Every Oasis song is basically an exercise in finding syllables that rhyme with sunshine For Liam to sing. (laughs) That's probably the deepest meaning anyone's ever going to give you for the words of an Oasis song. But you know. Sunshine. So many
1: fans out there have applied their own meanings to all these songs. And
0: you know these guys are probably sitting around laughing their asses off about how many people are singing along with stuff they seriously just scribbled down while they were yacked out on cocaine. Say what you say is a line they use in at least two songs. Roll with it and don't go away. I'm certain there are variations on that same exact message in other songs. Say what you say. It is what
1: it is, you know? Words are just words. Syllables are just syllables. Blah, 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 blah. You know how many times I've heard people say like, oh, Sigur just makes up words. It's so stupid. What the fuck do you listen to? Every band you listen to. All you hear is the hook. That is all you hear. They could be saying... I suck farts out of my ass. And you would be singing it with a smile on your face. That's not far off from some Oasis lyrics that I've read. So here's
0: something else I never really talk about because I promise only musicians think it's interesting and half the musicians listening to this know it's not interesting. But if anyone likes this band because of guitar stuff or whatever, learn the G shape pentatonic scale,
1: and you're off to the races. That's one thing I will say. I've never heard any of my music friends ever put Oasis into a category of interesting music talent. You never will because it's talentless bullshit. And the only reason I'm bringing it up in this episode,
0: I almost again, I almost never bring this shit up on this podcast. How many bands are using one, four, five chord progressions and things like that? These are quite seriously day one. Fundamentals that even the pros will sometimes fall back on. But Oasis has gotten away with an entire career of day one fundamentals. They never went past that. They've never done anything beyond what you learn in the first year of buying
1: an instrument. 90% of people that pick up an acoustic guitar, Wonderwall or one of these songs is probably in the first five songs they learn because it's so basic. Anyone who knows anyone
0: who's taken the time to learn an Oasis guitar solo note for note has for sure heard that person play that guitar solo a bajillion times. Oh, yeah. Because it's the first guitar solo that person learned, Mm -hmm. and it's the only guitar solo that person knows, and they just play it over and over. Listen. Learn the G-shape pentatonic <laughs> scale on guitar. Then you can at least start coming up with your own
1: solos and stop <laughs> driving people nuts, all right? There you go. I know for a fact that many times in my life I've been in a party where there was a guitar. One of the worst things, Ooh, if you walk buddy. into a party... And someone has an acoustic guitar, you should either leave or take the guitar and put it in the closet. Or put it in the bonfire. Nobody wants to hear anybody play anything. Yeah, it's not cool. And it's because there's a hundred percent chance they're going to play Wonderwall. Yeah, let's not.
0: Just don't do it. Just say no to acoustic guitars across the board. You know how they talk to everyone like they're stupid? You could even think of their music as talking to everyone like they're stupid. Oh, you morons don't remember the Rolling Stones doing (laughs) this one. We'll take your money. Fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Don't look back in anger at the piano on John Lennon's most
1: famous song That's insane (laughs) Because
0: you can take it and just no one will
1: care Yeah, in my notes I actually just called it The Beatles 2 I mean,
0: canon in D is another thing I guess everyone forgot about
1: Yeah, the thing is guys, is the Rolling Stones are still
0: a band So it's a little awkward Said that he at least waits until people are dead before he rips them off But that's really not true No Uh, This band ripped off T-Rex's biggest hit Cigarettes and alcohol is clearly get it on. I'm pretty sure the other guys in the band laughed at him. They thought he was kidding when he played them the riff for the first time. I don't
1: think we can record that one. It's a little close to that song, you know. Mm. What is that called? What's the word copied? One of the
0: songs Noel ripped off is How Sweet to Be an Idiot, which is one of the Ruddle songs. That's where the Monty Python guys are making fun of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And Noel rips off that song. Again, this is almost calling everyone who buys this a fucking moron. This band ripped off a Coca-Cola commercial. These are singles, buddy. This isn't some shit they just buried on an album. These are singles.
1: Shaker maker. They were sued by Coca-Cola for half a million dollars. Yeah. If you get sued by a corporation for stealing their shit, dude, you're an idiot. I guess they
0: figured Coca-Cola probably spent a lot of money on research and development for that jingle. This is the
1: one that tests the best in the market. Right. We'll have that one. That's the ultimate fuck you. I mean, it's a jingle for a fucking Coca-Cola.
0: I think a good parallel to Oasis for Americans to understand is maybe the Stone Temple pilots steal from everything around them and take it to the bank. Actually, Madonna might even be a greater parallel. Or... Oasis is essentially the Madonna of shoegaze. At least half their career comprises nothing more than blatant references to iconic artists that everyone already loves, and they know that everyone already loves, And these references, much like Madonna's, add nothing to the package. They don't further any message at all. It's just a callback. Mm. Always a callback. They look like the Beatles. They sound like the Rolling Stones and the Kinks. That's it. Imagine if the most unoriginal band you ever heard somehow also became the most commercially successful band of their era. Yeah, the uh, modern Led Zeppelin band, Greta Van Fleet. Exactly, Greta Van Fleet is the American oasis. Or again, you could think of it as Madonna. And if you think this Madonna thing a stretch. I got a little story about a little kid named Liam who says he realized he could sing when another kid hit him in the head with a hammer and Liam woke up in the hospital with Like a Virgin by Madonna stuck in his head. Mm -hmm. If you think being able to sing as good as Madonna means you should be a singer, I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast right now not only should you keep listening to this podcast you should find the closest button to you that says the word subscribe on it and you should click that button cause you need to stay listening to this
1: podcast. <laughs> got a lot to teach you.
0: Next, it made a lot of sense to me in the year 2019 when I finally learned that Liam Gallagher got hit in the head with a hammer when he was a kid It all starts to come together Everything became clear <laughs> at that point. I understand so much. Have you ever noticed how confused these guys always look? Yeah. Every picture they, of them, they look confused. I,
1: I actually, <laughs> I watched a couple interviews with just Liam. It is like... um, He needs a translator. He does. You can't... It's hard to listen to him talk. Something's missing. It is like a guy that got hit in the head with a <laughs> yeah, hammer when he was a man, kid. he got hit a little harder. Hey man, I'm confused a lot
0: too. I get it. We've all taken some shots to the head. Not that. I ain't never gotten hit with a head with a fucking hammer. It's possible that these guys are redneck as fuck. They
1: definitely are. 100%. <laughs> it's definitely are. There are just rich rednecks that write generic pop songs. Is this what British rednecks are like? like someone is going to email us and say yes. Uh, someone's
0: probably going to email us also because Robin Williams once called Australians British rednecks, but uh, I don't I don't know if he knew about the existence of the gallagher brothers when he thought of that cuz he might have saved that one
1: <laughs> for them <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> hey gang it's Tyler breaking in here we wanted to commemorate our beethoven episode with a little something special so go to shop.yfbspod.com to pre-order our newest t-shirt it's terrible i designed it myself Oasis's record label tried to sign the band Brian Jonestown Massacre. Two years before Oasis happened, just want to make sure everyone knows that. If you haven't seen the documentary Dig, Brian Jonestown Massacre is a band that parties so hard, Oasis did drugs with them one time and it fucked up their first American tour. (laughs) Noel was like, fuck the whole tour, basically. But also, after a couple years of headlines like this, you know, Oasis tour goes off the rails, blah, blah, blah. They keep selling even bigger because of the headlines, rock and roll. There's no way that doing bad shows doesn't at some point become built into this band's PR strategy. I'm convinced that that's actually what keeps them relevant. Free publicity. And everyone starts talking about it again. There are even separate genres of headlines that Oasis gets. Like Oasis Sucks Part 6 will probably be dedicated to just the bad concerts that this band has done. We could do a full hour just on Oasis shows that have gone off the rails. Yeah. And I'm not saying bad, like, oh, if you don't like Oasis's music, you'd hate to go see them play because what they do is they play Oasis songs live and you won't like that. I'm saying, like, even if your favorite band is Oasis, you probably don't want to pay... However many hundreds of dollars to see a member of the band quit the band during the third song. (laughs) That's the type of bad concert I'm talking about
1: here. Yeah, yeah. Although it would be funny to say you were there, it's also all your money just went out the fucking window.
0: One time a generator went out in the middle of an Oasis show and they were playing for 70,000 people. When they got the power back on after 40 minutes of dead air, Liam told everyone they'd get their money back. <laughs> 70,000 people. If you want your money back, we'll give you a refund. I love this guy. So, then, so
1: This then, is
0: my favorite person in the world. Noel says a bunch of stuff about not being really sure how these refunds <laughs> are going to work. But if you could all just buy a t-shirt on the way out.
1: <laughs> you pay for the free funds that we're about to give out. He's like... Hey,
0: motherfucker, (laughs) we can't give 70,000 people... What the... Oh, if everyone could just buy a t-shirt on your way out. uh, Liam says, quote, really sorry
1: about that. This is a free gig now. Everyone will get a refund, end quote. Awesome, awesome. $50 million refunds. It's madness. Somebody off stage is dying. Throat cut gesture, like... (coughs) I'm surprised they didn't just kill the mics. Or honestly... I'm surprised someone didn't run out on stage and just tackle them. Even
0: within how many bad shows they've done, look up just how many of those ended because of Liam
1: walking off the stage early. That's a whole subcategory of Bad Oasis shows. I think there's a really good chance he hates this band more than we do. Probably. No, I'm serious. I really do. Because
0: another subcategory is look up how many of this band's concerts ended just because someone threw something at the band. Yeah. Someone in the crowd threw something at the band. What kind of band has fans who throw shit at them while they
1: play? Well, especially the vanilla music that they this is not like uh mosh pit or exciting music maybe they were bored and threw a beer bottle at her or something i guess if you get seventy thousand people in a crowd someone's gonna be a cunt
0: these guys played two nights in a row for sold out crowds of 125 000 people each night it's insane quarter of a million people in two days it's insane and that's not like a woodstock situation either it's just an oasis yeah. hey we're here now thanks everyone for coming I remember trying to watch the Oasis Unplugged on MTV when I was younger to try to understand why anyone cared about this band. Uh Because everyone's already talking about Oasis by the time they're doing Unplugged, obviously. Oh, sure.
1: Yeah, huge.
0: So I tune in, you know, what's the big deal with this band I guess right before the show started, Liam told everyone his throat hurt. He's not going to sing. Right before this MTV taping.
1: Which is a big freaking deal. It was like a big thing.
0: Career defining. It was like, you're for sure getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So yeah, I remember being really confused about, A, why this band had such a boring singer. Noel wasn't even supposed to sing. And... B, who the guy yelling in the balcony was and why everyone was making such a big deal out of that. Who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) Yeah. And then you find out that's the guy that's supposed to be singing, but he can't sing because his
1: throat hurt.
0: Well, then why is he yelling?
1: Doesn't hurt that bad.
0: Shouldn't he not be yelling if his throat hurts? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What's Liam Gallagher's deal? Bands like this, so many times in all the years I was in the music business, I never understood why there were like 10-page contracts for shows. (laughs) Honestly, this is why. Yes. People like Oasis are the reason why massive contracts exist for bands. Because the question is, first of all, they go all this production to make this thing happen. And then he says he can't play, but the show still happens. So do you get paid? Is this actually the band because it's not the band because the one dude's not there? That's a serious problem. <laughs> it always ends up working out well for Oasis. Yeah, they win no matter what. They
0: get the coverage, they get included in the 10 craziest things that ever happened. Right.
1: What sucks I think is this just leads to more people thinking that's how you get and stay famous being fucking ridiculous. It's funny now though is Oasis fans look at bands today and think that those bands suck. There's a bunch of 40 plus year old dudes and ladies running around looking at these young kids that are quote-unquote clout chasing. Oh, they don't even make good music. They're just on Instagram doing dumb shit to get famous. Well, that's what these bands did before Instagram. Oasis did all that shit before social media existed. That's all it was. And the reason
0: why it's working for these bands that you hate is because the people who are falling for it have never listened to music before, just like you had never listened to music before when you found out about Oasis. It worked on you, so it keeps working on other people. One thing that's important to pay attention attention to is when bands cannot shut up in interviews about how they started their band in order to become the biggest band in the world. It's a huge red flag. The early Oasis song Rock and Roll Star, hang on, here's a quote from Noel Gallagher. Rock and Roll Star is the whole manifesto of the band. I've never wanted to say anything else in a tune. We're going to be rock stars, and even if we don't, even if we're just playing in the fucking boardwalk the rest of our lives, we're going to act like fucking rock stars. Mm.
1: End quote. We're just showing you the whole thing.
0: More Noel Gallagher. Quote, We played it at the three or four gigs we played at the boardwalk before we were signed. There would be about ten people by the end singing, Tonight I'm a rock and roll star. End quote. So how this band got started is Liam Gallagher has a band. Brother Noel goes to see the band, accurately surmises that the band sucks, but he tells the band he'll join the band if he can be the person who writes all the songs and if everyone in the band understands from the jump That the whole purpose of the band is to be as mainstream as possible, make as much money as possible. And done. This is
1: never how, would anyone argue that this is how great art is made? No, that's exactly, if it came out, Picasso, before he started painting, said, I'm just going to be the richest painter in the world, people probably wouldn't think it was that cool. You could do this and apply that to literally anything else. When people share their motivations so freely, it kind of ruins it because it should. Salvador Dali is a painter who is very, very
0: egotistical. definitely, And he's definitely said things like, I'm a master, yeah. I'm oh the God, greatest, etc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't think that even he has said, I'm doing
1: this to make as much money as possible. Yeah, The best art, music, whatever, is people that have to do it, not the people that just want to get rich and do it. Side note, since
0: these guys fight so much, Noel writes all the songs and Liam sings all the songs, I think it's fair to assume that Noel has written some covert lyrics about Liam being a dickhead and made his brother sing him to millions of people for years.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Guarantee you. Which is kind of... Genius. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, it's, again, it's... Pretty funny. I think I actually would love these guys in real life. Great to hang out like, with. I wanna be friends with Positive them. Positive they're a great time. You hate your brother, but your brother is the singer. <clears throat> you write the lyrics. You can make him say anything.
0: I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure Liam Gallagher doesn't have a songwriting credit on an Oasis album until the year 2000. That's a couple hit records later. So, Noel's writing all this shit, and he's had a whole lifetime to be quote-unquote inspired by his brother. <laughs> (laughs) Yes. There is no way around Liam Gallagher's voice. This guy is unable to sing. Maybe the most limited vocal range of anyone on our show so far? Pretty close. Probably the worst singer. It's like on the higher
1: end of the mid-range and just lives in that area. The
0: Beastie Boys have more range than Liam Gallagher. Julian Casablancas is his Mariah Carey compared to this guy.
1: Yeah, I would say for being the absolute massive size that they were and the fact that he couldn't sing. Pretty sure Anthony Kiedis is a better singer than this guy? I would say so. Liam can sing maybe six notes within one
0: octave. Mm-hmm. It's actually funny. The only thing he can can do is change the duration he stays on one of the notes he can sing he'll stretch out a syllable that's why the that's why the chorus of Wonderwall is all blinding, winding. Gonna be the
1: one that saves me. Yeah. <laughs> After all. Yes. That's, you're my Wonderwall. That's
0: literally what he sounds like. As far as singers go, I'd put Liam Gallagher's voice right beneath
1: the dude from Puddle of Mud. It is the worst. I asked my wife. I was like, do you like Oasis? She's like, no. Well, why don't you like Oasis? She goes, his voice, I absolutely hate his voice. For sure. It is the worst voice ever. But if you're just going to steal everyone else's music and make it your own, I guess it doesn't matter.
0: This hamstrings the whole band. You can't do anything with that. They can't write anything that sounds different than every other song they've written because Liam wouldn't be able to sing over it. Yeah. As much as it's a problem with any other band, I don't know how anyone can tell what Oasis song they're listening to. Other than Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova, because of how huge those hits were, if you're hearing any other Oasis song, it's all just a soup of Oasis. Even on the hits, I've seen people who aren't sure which one it is when it starts. If you're out in public somewhere and either Wonderwall or Champagne Supernova starts playing, there will be people who get excited and start singing the lyrics to
1: the other song. It's definitely true because, again, from when these songs were popular, they were so popular that you know the words, not because I listened to Wonderwall, Went and bought the record it was everywhere I legitimately listened to these songs was like wait oh okay okay that's this song
0: I can't tell you how many times one of those songs has started playing and I've seen people have to ask
1: which one it is imagine having to see this live how do you sit through an hour and a half of this I don't know like, man just that
0: monotone boringness there's a pretty famous Tom York Quote, And I think he's talking about the song Creep. I don't have the exact quote, but the general message of the quote was when he listens to Top 40 Radio or whatever the version they have of it over there is, most famous pop songs or whatever, even if there's rock music in there, to him, all those songs have the same sound. And he likens that sound to I believe the buzzing of a refrigerator Uh and then he says that he hears that sound in creep and he hates that song essentially I would be willing to bet that Oasis is specifically one of the bands he was thinking of when he said that
1: I wish more bands were more honest Maybe because they're all bands so they don't want to criticize you. I mean, not that you can't find plenty of quotes from bands criticizing other bands. Share more. Tell us what you think about Oasis. Here's a Noel Gallagher quote about Liam.
0: Quote, he's rude, arrogant, intimidating, and lazy. He's the angriest man you'll ever meet. He's like a man with a fork in a world full of soup. End quote. <laughs> if you can believe Noel Gallagher, it turns out that Liam Gallagher is afraid of ghosts. What
1: a surprise. Not surprised.
0: One of their favorite jokes was to convince Liam that whatever room he had and whatever old house they were staying in while they were recorded, they'd tell him that his bedroom was haunted and then they'd like move some furniture around to
1: freak (laughs) him out. He's like a grown man child. Keep
0: in mind, these guys are packing their faces with cocaine. <clears throat> I would be afraid of ghosts, too. The album Be Here Now is apparently one of the periods when this band was plowing through cocaine. Be Here Now, because you're probably going to have a heart attack any minute. The chorus of the first song on the album, the lyrics are, all my people right here, right now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I c- cannot begin to tell you how many times <laughs> I've heard someone on cocaine say this exact thing to
1: a room full of other people who are also on cocaine. The <laughs> most common phrase of uttered on cocaine you know what i mean yeah you guys understand you get you it. guys get it get it right you get what i'm saying because i'm saying it you're saying it i'm saying it we're all saying it can you imagine having to play the song wonderwall while
0: knowing that you're the dickhead who wrote it no, like everyone who has to cover it has to cover it because it's Wonderwall. Noel Gallagher has to play it because he made it happen.
1: I just think it's funny if you know that he hates it, but he still has to play it. That's the best part. You can't not play it. I bet he likes the house it bought him. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know that if there's thirty thousand people there to see you and you're gonna make ten million dollars that night, you could hate it all you want. You have to play it.
0: I think that this might be the British version of rap rock. If you think about how he sings, he's not really singing. It's kind of sing but he's almost rapping the verses. Mm. Today's gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. And then he sings about as good as a rapper on the chorus. He does that hold a note thing. <laughs> this is almost a rapper's idea of singing. But if this is British rap rock, then that would mean that British people have to
1: think this is rock. I'm sticking with Nickelback.
0: I'm convinced we'd still be sitting here talking about Oasis right now, even if the only lyric Noel Gallagher ever wrote was, where were you while we were getting high? Definitely. People are just that stupid. If you give them the line, where were you while we were getting high? Everyone's
1: gonna like that, man. Now someone's gonna cover it in a country way. Has it been covered by a country band? Fuck, dude. Oh, it's gotta have been. Rednecks love this shit. If not, and you're a country artist, you should cover that song, Get Rich and thank us later. Champagne supernova in disguise. Promise
0: a country music version of this song would crush.
1: Where were you while we were getting drunk? (laughs) Lars
0: Ulrich of Metallica. The man, the myth. Says he started listening to Oasis right at the beginning in 1994. After reading an interview, he liked... Because of how often the band members said the words fuck and cunt. (laughs) There's a reason to like a band. If I've ever heard one. That's this band's audience. (laughs) I like how much they cuss. I wonder... They uh, cuss (laughs) and sing about getting fucked up. That's me. I love this band. British Rednecks.
1: (laughs) Someday you will find me.
0: Slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannonball. Where was I while you were getting high? What in the hell did you take that did this to your brain? That's not
1: how physics- Cocaine. (laughs) If you think about it from the stance of Noel hating Liam, it really might change all of the lyrics. This is just some dumb shit he wants to make his brother sing. Actually, yeah, it might make more sense.
0: There's an article from The Guardian, year was 2000, articles about how all the people who like this band got married, and had kids who grew up to listen to new metal
1: instead. (laughs) Rejected. There were
0: multiple (laughs) music festivals in this year that were headlined by Oasis and other Britpop bands from the same scene. And at one of these festivals, Oasis sold 14 t-shirts. And the band Slipknot sold 2,500 yeah.
1: t-shirts. It's not surprising you think about that. When this episode comes out, I'm going to check my Twitter feed to people that I know because people are going to be like, oh, I can't believe you make an episode about Oasis. Oh my God, they're my favorite band. They all have kids now. Yeah. It, they try to jam this shit down their throat for sure. I want to know what their kids are like. What do they listen to? My guess is everyone who loves Oasis just
0: hasn't heard the band Pulp before, right? Sure. I don't know how you like Oasis and hear pulp and aren't like well fuck oasis (laughs) yeah there's a bunch of bands that you should listen to besides oasis here's something that's kind of weird in 1996 a music magazine of the uk named music week had a reader's poll and oasis received nearly twice as many votes as the beatles for like the best band ever This is happening in the country that both of these bands are from. The general consensus is that Oasis is twice as good as the Beatles. Oasis is just a new and
1: improved Beatles. That makes me angry and I don't even like the Beatles. That's appalling. British people don't even know how to appreciate the things they have. You would think that the British people would have rejected the band just out of good conscience. Protect the things that you're supposed to hold sacred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bastardizing your greatest export probably in the history of art. If your only
0: claim on the mountain of music is Is the the, fucking Beatles, Beatles, you should probably not back Oasis super hard. Yeah. It doesn't help you champion the cause of the Beatles. Because if you're saying that Oasis is fucking great for all the same reasons as the Beatles, there are a lot of people who can see through this shit. Yeah, you would just think that they'd want to protect that forever. British people are historically terrible at appreciating the things that they have. The Stone Roses were recording their second album, which fucking rocks. Across the field from where Oasis recorded their first album Uh the Stone Roses are already a thing they're about to drop their shit hot second coming and you motherfuckers go for Oasis primal scream was already a thing when Oasis was allowed to happen Mm -hmm. shoegaze in general Was already a thing Tons of bands Slow Dive was a thing I was gonna say Slow Dive Ride was a thing Y'all had to make One of the dudes in Ride Even go be in Oasis For a little while Because you backed Oasis Too hard Yeah It's like shopping at Walmart Instead of your local mom and pop I guess I really do think They would have protected it And
1: when you actually had Other consistently good Rock bands coming out And this is the one That they pushed forward This is the one They want to be represented by I think we should actually End our alliance with European continent The truce is off (laughs) (laughs) Well I will tell you I'm pissed about how
0: often I have to read news about the royal family. Every day, still, right now. They married an American. I know I've said it before on this show even, but we fought a war to not have to care. Yeah. All right? We've got our own Kardashians.
1: We don't need them in fancier hats. Dude, today, the number one searched thing on Google was the Royals. This very day. Why? Because that's what all we do is obsess about things that we left behind.
0: I don't know. Don't look back in anger, Mark.
1: Ah, (laughs) Stupid band name, too.
0: Oasis, what, in the desert of creativity that is your band? Did you even, I didn't actually read, did they ever talk about why they named their band Oasis? It had something to do with someone had a poster on the wall of like oasis country club or something it was like their idea of opulence i think
1: dicks from the beginning
0: so i guess to recap if the gallagher brothers are your favorite celebrity interview that's probably (laughs) fine yeah but if oasis is your favorite band your favorite band sucks You are so very welcome for listening to your favorite band, Sucks. If you're not some kind of potato, then you're already subscribed to the show. If this is your first time listening, I get it. Sometimes it takes a little while to realize you're in the presence of true genius. Hit up a few more episodes, slap yourself for taking way too long to get it, and then you can subscribe. Let your dumbass friends in on the fun by going to our website at yfbspod.com. I assume you know how to turn on a computer. Uh, Get a link to the episode, share it all over social media, take a look at whatever we have in the merch store right now, buy something for your mom. We didn't specify this, but we know that Noel Gallagher sings lead on Don't Look Back in Anger. This is such a predictably pedantic response, I can't bear the thought of reading 50 people who think they're getting one over on us by pointing this out. I made a joke about him writing the lyrics for Liam to sing. Look, that's the first Oasis song that Noel sings lead on. I think it's fair to say he wrote it assuming, like every other Oasis song, Liam would be singing this one. Then he finished it, decided he liked it too much to let his brother fuck it up. They had a huge fight in the studio over it. The rest is history. All right, check it out. In the past, we've never taken requests into consideration when choosing which bands to roast. However... I am aware that Oasis has been one of the most requested episodes since we began this show, meaning there are a lot of people listening to this right now who just got their wish. You can pay us back by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Also, we've decided that from now on, we will keep an eye on the bands our listeners want episodes on, but only in those five-star reviews. If you have a request... You can go leave a five-star review that includes that request. Or you can take your request and shove it up your ass. It's all the same to us. Many of you have participated in the great Oasis vs. Blur thing. It's the new Beatles versus Stones debate. Blah, blah, blah. You probably expected us to address that in this episode. I don't think we mentioned Blur one time. There's a very good reason for that. The reason we didn't talk about Blur in this episode is because of who the next episode of Your Favorite Band Sucks is about. No, it's not.